There are a few questions I would like to ask on behalf of the students of aspiring fund managers basically. So what is the kind of knowledge and the level of expertise needed in order to become a fund manager? So you need financial literacy for sure. You need to understand how to read financial statements. You need to understand how to analyze financial statements. And you need to have some background in you know, financial education. I think what you need to do is you need to understand financial statements, need to understand company structures, industry structures, and try and just question things that you see around you, right? So why is the Ola guy so pissed off these days? Why is the Ola Uber guy not giving you service these days? Why was he giving you fantastic service two years back? Because the commissions charged by Uber and all have increased. Exactly. So Ola Uber were earlier burning cash. Right. And they were letting you get rides at affordable rates and they were paying very well to the drivers. Right. Now they are charging you reasonable rates which are much higher than the original discount mm -hmm. rates. And they are taking their own cut. So what is left for the driver is very little. Right. Now the driver is therefore in financial distress. Correct. And that is why that driver cannot give you good service because he is under financial distress. In fact, Sridhar Vengu just tweeted about it, if I'm not uh, wrong, about Swiggy and these kind of platforms, the kind of money that they're charging just being an intermediary right. uh, should be low. So it's it's supposed to be these platforms are supposed to be enabling and creating value for the customer and the business provider at large. And, you know, supposed to be creating value rather than working the Amazon way, if I could say so, and kind of. Working yeah, as so again, I'm not going to say I'm not going to say that Ola or Uber is bad or the company is doing any injustice. What right. I'm going to say is that today, you know, the service levels are significantly different than what they used to be two years back. Correct. And if you go into analyzing that deeper and deeper and deeper, you try, you get the industry structure there. That right. these cab aggregators are using the customers, they're using the drivers, and they're getting a commission, and then you know that commission has changed, the rate fares have changed, and therefore what is left for the driver is changed. And that gives you some thought process as to how this industry has evolved. So if you want to become an analyst, if you want to become a fund manager in the long run, it's all about observing, analyzing, understanding. Right. Financial statements, yes, but also industry structures, incentives. You know, if you try and understand those things more and more and more, you try and the world st starts looking like different to you. You start empathizing with the uh, cab aggregator drivers, then complaining about them. Because, because you know what they're going through, right? And you understand it. Empathy so, is important. Empathy is important. You can complain all you want that they're not there on time or they're calling you right. ahead of reaching, but you have to understand where they're coming from. Right? So, uh, and, and these are things that will help you become, uh, under, understand everything better. No, it's just, right. not, not just about the people or the sectors around you, it's about uh, everything around you. Uh, and that's how you slowly, slowly graduate into a role. Um, yes, you have to apply to many different companies. You have, yes, you have to go through a lot of interviews. Uh, this is a sector which is super specialized. Correct. So, so you need, you obviously need an educational background and you need to apply to service. For the technicals and the For understanding the and the depth, Absolutely. basically. Because nobody is going to teach you that on the job. Right. What people will teach right. you is beyond that. Correct. You build on that. You build to on apply that. that. Exactly. So what gets tested is that. In the interview, Correct. what gets tested is that. So, so you need to apply to a lot of companies, you need to go through a lot of interviews, you will have some rejections and that's absolutely fine. That's how you basically need to go for it. You need to have some education, you need to have some observing skills, analyze what you observe and then apply for jobs and you know, just uh, hope and pray that you get something. Right, so along with the formal education that is required, along with that, what are the skills that an individual needs to acquire in order to become an equity research analyst and then graduate up to becoming a fund manager. Yeah, so the skill set again is to uh, understand, look at things from a different perspective, right? 
so one so if you open some of these social media platforms you immediately find people complaining about cab aggregators right no no service and this and that and, and the cab doesn't come or it came came late or there is no space, i share the pain <laughs> or there is no space to put the luggage or whatever you know i'm just saying right uh, and and the moment you take an analyst hat then you start analyzing about why is this correct why is the cab not coming why is he asking you where you want to go and you know are these questions valid should you be responding and uh, you know so it's a different hat you have to wear when you look at some things right so that's a very important skill. so how do you build that perspective no you don't build that perspective you you start with just asking questions you just so more presence of mind more awareness to things around a 360 degree pov more reading yes reading more depth more depth and a 360 degree pov i'm again saying because if you just look at the pace at the in the same example that cab aggregation if you look at from the passenger uh, point of view which is what we all have as uh, you know right. hail cabs uh, you'll always find troubles with what the service is being offered what the price is being charged but you need the driver's point of view exactly and you need the company's, company's point, of view. point of view the moment you take it you probably understand why the company is doing what it's doing you understand why the driver is doing right. what they're doing you understand why the consumer is doing what they're doing and then you probably are able to understand a complete view of what is happening and this is just an example that we're taking obviously you can take that for the education sector for the hospitality sector you can take it for any sector or any subsector that you choose to and the moment you start doing that you start understanding things better and better and better and you keep asking questions till you get to the point where you understand everything you just keep asking why right. why how how what what you know so that skill set is extremely important to be curious to learn at all stages of life you know keep learning there's so much to know you possibly cannot know everything right right so just never stop learning it gets overwhelming at times to see the amount of information that we have access to oh, it's absolutely overwhelming it's absolutely and you know youtube or whatever these uh, online platforms that can give you access to such fantastic information but uh, there is just so much of it that you you can't go after everything so you have to be organized you have to be planned that yes. this is what i need yes. this is the time frame i have right. this is the amount of analysis i can do absolutely. So you need to have that structure in mind because what I'm seeing is that uh, without these deadlines, without that structure, without that planned approach, and without being organized, right. it's just not working in yeah, today's world. It doesn't work. It doesn't work. So right. you have to be very, very organized. So when we're looking at the skills, so uh, with respect to skills, with respect to technicals, etc., what do you need? So some of the skills that you may need here is you will need Microsoft Excel because the financial services, financial analysis, you need Excel skills. You need your spreadsheets. You need right. presentation skills. because you need to you know communicate so much different stakeholders you need depth in uh, analysis so you need to read a lot you need to read a lot of books but again uh, books articles no matter what you read be selective more depth less width i would suggest okay. because what often people mistake uh, make a mistake is they'll do 10 industries but they will okay. know 10 industries superficially now to my mind that doesn't help you okay uh, you rather know only two industries but know them well in depth right so i don't mind width as long as you have depth but if you don't have depth the width doesn't help you because that's what i keep on saying because uh, if i'm applying a valuation principle for example to a saas or a paas based platform the fundamentals or the application changes but only on only if you have that kind of depth in terms of understanding valuations understanding research in that case you're able to actually apply and to the ever changing environment that we're in so the depth and and people tend to get bored but too too quickly correct and that depth again yeah. is lacking which is yeah. the most important aspect today when i see that no so i have an interesting input for uh, students there i think uh, people say variety is the spice of life and i agree with it variety right. is the spice of life so if you are understanding an industry and you are getting bored change the point of view within the industry 
interesting try thinking from the vendor's point of view try thinking from the customer's point of view try thinking from the uh, logistic partner point of view uh, but within the same subsector or same industry so that will give you a new perspective a new way to look at it but we are still studying the same industry in depth so how to make different. it in the industry how equity research fund management how to make it big in the industry see obviously there is no substitute for hard work right passion and luck uh, correct you have to be sometimes lucky to get there i posted something on how to become lucky how to become lucky i haven't read it I'll there are four it. kinds of luck acha <laughs> i haven't read it i haven't read it but i will read it after this uh, so so yes there is no substitute for hard work luck and uh, diligence and passion uh, but yeah if you want to become big in this industry you have to start with understanding reading analyzing and and you have to apply to a lot of you know companies which offer you jobs like this mm-hmm. and there are many companies today in fact this ecosystem is still evolving as i said financial services assets are today still less than 10% of the industry's right. wealth of the country's wealth so we have a lot of scope to grow uh, and and you know uh, that will grow because a lot more companies will come right. to support that growth there will be a lot more financial inclusion in our country and uh, therefore there will be opportunities for you know analysts and fund managers to be born in every part of the country so you just need to apply and uh, you know we'll hopefully we'll make it someday wonderful so a day as a fund manager how does it look like so a lot of information flow right from the moment you open your eyes you know hundreds of whatsapps emails a lot of information flow uh, you first obviously pick and choose what you want to read what you want to Correct. analyze what you want to sort of uh, you know pay attention to then you go to your office uh, you know do your morning calls uh, with your analysts you discuss with your analysts what they have observed over the past what they okay. want to say about stocks and industry and trends uh, then you speak to your fellow fund managers get input from them try and understand you know what they are saying about different industries different sectors you do your own research you know you speak to your industry peers you speak to your partners you speak to your stakeholders talk to them if at all needed you take some actions on the portfolio okay you know? again i i try to refrain from that simply because yes. the more you act the more it hurts so uh, you know try and refrain but go deeper and deeper into the actions that you have already taken you know judge yourself right don't let others judge you but you obviously judge yourself your past actions and you learn a lot right see this is a market where you have to be humble and arrogant at the same time okay interesting so this market often slaps you in the face as a fund manager you you'll have to take several slaps throughout your career now some of these slaps the market is hitting you with is because you're not listening to the market today but over the long term the market will have to listen to you so in these cases you have to be arrogant you have to tell the market that look i am right you are just being myopic and that is why you are wrong in the long run i am right and you have to stand and take two three more slaps but end of the day you will be right and your punch will be harder in some cases the market will slap you because you just made a wrong error you made a wrong judgment so you need the humility there do you need the humility there you need to say okay mr market i am sorry i made a mistake and you go back and judge yourself as to what led to that mistake and then you rectify the process you keep refining your investment process framework to ensure that the same error doesn't happen again right? so one needs to work against their own biases Absolutely. and have a very scientific approach towards yeah. the thinking to refute the their own hypothesis Absolutely. they had formed initially yes. i would strongly recommend the book think again by adam grant on this in terms of yeah. uh, revisiting your decision making and how people tend to act and take the wrong decisions at times exactly. because of biases one final question for the students would be that those who are from a very non finance kind of a background 
or a non-core background as such and they want to transition into finance into equity research into funds etc so how do they go about it so again you'll have to start with beginning a education base at least you know something to do with uh, financial studies you have to start so let's say you're an IT engineer right right you have you have studied coding and you are practicing coding somewhere you know in a, in some institution and today you suddenly decide you want to become a IT research analyst okay so you understand the industry you're going to research so equity research analyst specializing in the IT, IT sector IT sector all right so you understand the sector that you're going to research because you already worked in the sector right right but you don't understand how to analyze financial statements so that's the gap right right so you first have to start plugging that gap you have to first realize right. what the gap is for you right. to get there fill in the gap after you have filled in the gap apply to companies and tell them look i understand this already this was the gap that i had i plugged it in judge me on it and if you feel that i have both places in correct things in place hire me. so you kind of create a niche for yourself you have to create i know somebody who uh, not directly uh, who who masters and uh, mastered in kind of chemistry and history together and got into re- restoration of archaeological artifacts right. and that required the knowledge of both chemistry and history Correct. and i was appalled by the kind of combination <laughs> that somebody could go for <laughs> because they kind of very opposite in nature so my ex boss at uh, nomura in london uh, he used to be a practicing surgeon okay and uh, that just became too hard you know the kind of emotional stress right. surgeons have to go through right and the time management becomes extremely difficult so as he grew older it become more and more challenging for him to stay a surgeon right so he did some financial course he got his financial training done and he became a pharma research analyst okay Now, as a pharma research analyst you have to understand medicine and you have to understand right a biology you already had that understanding so he did his certification in finance and became a you know fund a, a research analyst for for pharma specific industry and it did extremely well there so you know if so you want to change master's niche master's niche so you can change course it's difficult you can make it but you have to go for it i mean but then again like personally even i recommend uh, uh, students and working professionals to not let go of their experience but to combine and create combine. a very unique space for themselves absolutely and capitalize on the erstwhile experience Absolutely. because otherwise it becomes a challenge in order to take the pay up exactly so what happens is if you don't you leverage what you have already done then you are again starting right. from scratch basically you are resetting the clock to zero right so it's your call whether you want to reset the clock to zero or not right it's beneficial if you don't reset it because Correct. your past then still remains relevant the moment you let go of what you have done your past becomes irrelevant a smarter way of pivoting just the way we do with startups so you pivot exactly. and in, in career also you are just trying to do the same exactly perfect perfect that i think answers quite a bit 